Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed, and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Welcome. I'm here today with Kaylee Valdez. I'm really excited for her to share her journey in private practice as a mom and using her private practice as an opportunity on the side of working her full-time job. She's currently in our program and she's an excellent dietitian boss who I'm excited to for you to get to know. So welcome to today's episode, Kaylee. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Oh, super excited as well. I've got a lot of great energy and some really cool, relatable stories and highlights to share with everybody listening. So this is going to be a really fun episode. Will you start off by just sharing a little bit about like who you serve and who you help and just a little bit of background information on you? Yeah, I'm currently doing weight loss, kind of narrowing it down to women right now. Women looking to lose anywhere between 5 and 30 pounds, but also wanting to tone up and just kind of get an overall change in their lifestyle as well. So without it being too restrictive and learning how to ditch the diet mindset. (laughs) Yeah. And then in that, can you chat a little bit about how you came to that idea? Were you always that clear or in following Dietitian Boss Method? Did you tighten that up? Like, How did you get to the point where you said, I am a weight loss dietitian and I'm proud of it? Like, Can you talk about that moment? Yeah, I actually think your program definitely helped with that. I knew me and my husband took over the supplement store, which we own a small supplements local store. So I knew I wanted to kind of expand with that as a dietitian. So when I came to you, I was kind of wanting to do like workouts and things like that and not really narrow it down, just kind of teach overall, you know, dietitian and nutrition tips. But yeah, I know you helped me narrow it down to weight loss and then narrowing it down to women and then narrowing it down to the, you know, I'm looking really five to 30 pound weight loss. So yeah, it's definitely helped. How has, yeah, thank you for the background there. And I want to get back to your company owned your husband in a moment, but I want to stick with the whole messaging for a moment, just because you You've done such a good job of owning who you are. And I know a lot of listeners want to do that, or they are inspired, but they're still not quite there yet, or they're still working through it. And you, in my opinion, have been able to get there really fast. Would you say, what was the hardest part of the journey for you to sit there and tighten up your message? And then we'll get to this later, but then translating it you know, in your content creation. But first, just knowing like, who am I and how am I serving you? And why would you pay me your hard-earned cash? Yeah, I guess the hardest thing was as dietitians, we want to help everyone, right? (laughs) In all sorts of aspects of nutrition. So I think the hardest part was realizing that, you know, narrowing it down really does help, especially for us on social media platform, getting your niche aligned has been helpful. But yes, it has been difficult. But since I've done it, and since I have been, it's made it so much easier and clearer. And the messages have become just easier as far as content creation and everything. Yeah. I know that's kind of hard. It's hard for people who are listening to be like, wait, 
Really? Is it that much easier once I've overcome that hump of owning who I am and who I serve? It's definitely a milestone that you've accomplished by saying, I am a weight loss dietitian. This is how I help you. And this is the results that I give you. And then being able to have paid clients, which we'll get to soon, validated that, right? So just coming, defining who you are and differentiating and then validating with the actual clients. It's the important process in defining your private practice. And it's also the one of the hardest ones. So just hearing your words, Kaylee, would you say it's mostly been mindset or has it been like the step-by-step framework or a combination? Because you mentioned that us dietitians think that we have to do everything, which we're conditioned in school, but then in business, we realize that doesn't quite land. Is that a mindset thing or is it more of like a, oh, I have the step-by-step roadmap thing? I think the mindset has helped so much. I did everything about the mindset. I mean, the roadmap helped too, but just this mindset change being, yeah, that's definitely helped. (laughs) Any tips or shares that you can say with your mindset have helped a lot? Has it been participating and meeting peers or what specifically has helped your mindset in this journey of you achieving the milestone of defining your business in a way that lands, right? Yeah, the peers have definitely helped the support from the dietitian boss peers and the team and everything has been huge. But yeah, I think, oh, that's a hard question. Sorry. That's all right. That's okay. Yeah, support is good. And other things like what I teach in the method is identifying your mindset. So the first step is just identifying something you've said or done that seems fixed and then shifting that to growth. And it's a process that we have to do as business owners from the beginning all the way to you know growing a team and scaling our business at every level. You're going to be faced with a mindset challenge. And a lot of 90% of business growth is mindset related, truly. So I appreciate you sharing that. And if you can think of a tip or an example as we're chatting, I'll definitely share that or we can plug it later. But a lot of things I suggest specifically in the Dietitian Boss Method include reading books and content, whether it's an audible book or an actual paperback book related to mindset. And one that I suggest just often is the book called Mindset. Additionally, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So for you to say that being around peers that are growing their private practice and the team, our team to support that does you know, make sense. (laughs) Because if you hang out with broke clinical dietitians, like you'll become a broke clinical dietitian. I have a post that says exactly that. And I've refeatured it several times. And I live by that. And I know people don't like when I say that, but it's the truth. So the end. I think if I wanted to kind of touch on that... The audiobooks that y'all recommend too, the money mindset has been a huge help for me. We want to do this for free, right? Because we love it so much. But learning that we are worth this, we are worth what we're going to charge. And, you know, it's okay to charge that. We're just worth it as dietitians. Yeah, absolutely. Charging your worth and getting over doing free work. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate that reflection. And does it also, as a private practitioner, feel less intimidating when you know you can increase your price with time as the demand increases? Is that part of the factor or is it just like kind of doing it, getting in there and getting your hands dirty? Yeah. I mean, now that I'm about, you know, I have about four more clients left till I can increase my price and I'm already ready. I mean, I know I need to be goals, but I'm like, what I'm doing, like, yeah, this, I'm ready. Like, this is, I'm totally worth this, you know, and more of these, the clients are meeting their goals and what we offer and everything. I'm so happy to hear that. I love your energy and the fact that you're ready to increase your price before, you know, the dietitian boss method framework suggests because that shows that you've got a lot of confidence because increasing price is hard for a lot of business owners. It's very hard, especially when you're learning so many things, right? From codifying your message to creating content, to then iterating your content strategy to make sure it's more and more clear. And then finally, you're running people through your program. And then all of a sudden, tomorrow, you got to jack the price up. So it's a lot of pieces. And I really like love hearing that you're saying, I can do it, right? You're giving yourself that affirmation and that confidence. 
that's really inspiring for listeners to be like, well, you know, I just have to get started because once the wheels start turning, you're unstoppable. Truly. I want to take a moment and talk about, I know you are a mom and you also work full-time. Can you give any tips for dietitians who are working full-time and they want to start a practice, but maybe they're feeling like they want to wait till they get two years of clinical or they want to like wait for retirement or something like that? Yeah, no, it's definitely doable. I'm actually a director. So yeah, I have a lot going on at work. And then also my husband and I recently owned took ownership of a supplement store. So we have that. And then we have a 20-month-old toddler running around. And I mean, I'm not up late hours at all. I'm in bed by 10 o'clock and you know, I'm up going to work and coming home. And it's still, I think, because I love what I'm doing so much that it makes it easier to be doing it. But also it's, I mean, just start <laughs> because you can do it. You know, even if you're working full time, even if you have a family, even if you've got a lot going on, yeah, you can do it. It's so inspiring, Kaylee. And thank you for sharing that that you're in a managerial, you know, director position. Would you say there's any time management tips? I know I've met your toddler on a coaching call, which is great. And we welcome that in the program. Anything that you would say that's helped you? Because you're a highly engaged, you know, client and you've done great work. And that's not easy for people to build habits and stay committed. So what's helped you do that? Besides loving it, has it been time blocking or any kind of tactics? Or is it really just saying... Because you mentioned bed at 10. So I don't know if you have any kind of rules in addition to that that have really helped you. Yeah. Well, I try to set some realistic goals. When I'm at work, I'm getting calls. I can't really set aside time you know, during the day. But when I get home, I, do my, I make my reels and content on Sundays. I find that works best for me. And then throughout the day, like I have my scheduled times to post. I've been kind of playing with it. What the best times for. For me, it's like nine o'clock at night. It seems to work best. So you kind of just find that time frame where you have about... I mean, it takes five minutes to post, but where you have that time to engage with your followers when you post and they comment and things like that. And that's the best time for me. So yeah, I mean, setting, like you said, five to seven hours a week. I mean, I think I'm putting in a little bit more time with my group and everything, but getting started, I mean, that's that's all you need. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for sharing your tips. I love hearing that. You find what's optimum for your audience. You're able to stick to a schedule. You enjoy doing it and you're able to build it on the side. It's really impressive. When we look at... I want to talk about content and sales. I mean, I want to talk about everything, but those two things look at making sure we get everything fit into this episode. When it comes to... I guess let's talk about content first and then sales. And I love that you have that process and your time blocking on Sundays. That's incredible. What's helped you make content that's actually worked? Because I know your content attracts clients and then people who are interested will book a call and then you'll convert them to a paid client. And that's the whole process I teach. I mean, it's really that simple. What's helped you get to the point where that's been made possible and repeated? Yeah. The repeating your content definitely does help. And I think just for me, I go through the trending reels and find some sounds that I like and then go off ideas from that. I've been starting to take from my market research, just kind of keywords and trying to plug them in. That seems to work really well. (laughs) Yeah. And just for clarity, for the listeners that don't understand about the recreation piece, you're able to identify your top performing content based on the market research you're doing to see what people in your community of weight loss, like people that want to lose weight, you're seeing what they're saying by looking in and listening and observing conversations. And then you're identifying the best content of the week and recreating that. Is that correct? I just want to make sure I'm not... Okay. If you were to give one or two tips of content recreation, what's either helped you do that better or what do you think is the main thing 
And you mentioned the reels and that's helpful, but I'm looking more for messaging. Like what you're saying, you're looking at keywords. Has it been just looking at your message that's clearly defined, your problem, solution, and outcome and combining keywords with that? Like, What would you say is the number one or two thing that's helped your content recreation process land the way it has? Yeah, I think being able to, from what y'all provide as far as like the message and content, having that skill and being able to read a sentence or two and, you know, pull things out and then kind of recreate it into a post or reel. And then also listening to people, especially on calls, whether that's the group program call or the sales call or even just market research calls, even just friends or people at parties. That's kind of where I've picked up a lot of it, actually, just social conversations and taking their struggles and then being like, oh, I can turn that into a reel or I can turn that into a content carousel post. That is so valuable. Kaylee, that is so, so valuable. I feel like that's a tip anyone can take. Right. What are people saying? If you still don't have a niche yet, like many of you listening don't yet, listen to what people are saying, you know, listen to common topics and themes. And as you observe more from Kaylee's success, I think that for the listeners, that's really a practical, great tip. You're going about your day in your real life and you're hearing what people are saying at parties. And then you're going on social media and you're seeing what people are talking about on social media because your message is defined and you know weight loss from X pounds to X pounds. And you even know how you're helping them with weight loss, right? Through a high fiber dietary approach. There's so much clarity to connect the dots. And I feel like a lot of listeners struggle with that. And you've seen your peers struggle with that too, right? Yeah, definitely. So I appreciate that you're so aware that that's going to help you. And I love that you're listening to sales calls, coaching calls, everything. You're collecting data from potential leads or actual paying clients. And you're finding a way to identify what are the common themes, what's the most important thing said, and how can you connect that to your messaging and relate it on social media. And it's working. Yeah, definitely. it's working. I will say I just from y'all's message and mindset calls and y'all setting, I don't think I would have been able to do this. Or I mean, it might have taken me a year or two to identify how to do this if it wasn't for setting up a market research tracker, the calls that y'all, the message and mindset calls, like teaching us how to do it. I mean, it just cuts off in my mind, it's cutting off so much time because it would have taken, I think, forever to learn this skill. (laughs) Really happy to hear that. And thank you. That's really nice feedback. And it's also really hard to see that until you take your time and then you know you're like wait this isn't working right it's such a hard thing to tell dietitians that like oh figuring it out on your own is challenging because it takes certain skills to identify how to pick up trends how to focus your message so thank you for sharing that if you're comfortable with it i'd like to talk about sales and what do you think what are lessons that you've learned or can you talk a little bit about your ability to take somebody after they see your content and they're like wow i resonate with you because your content's clear how are you then able to take somebody that shows up on a call and turn them into a customer? What's kind of been the hardest or the easiest part about that? Yeah. I mean, I will say I was a personal trainer at 24 for a few years and they would hound us for like sales, sales, sales. And I always just told myself, I'm just not a salesperson. Like this just isn't for me. This isn't for me. So that's been one of the hardest things because I just put that in my mind and I needed not only help with sales skills, but also help with like a mindset shift that you know, I can do this. Everyone can be a salesperson. So I think changing my mindset into, you know, I can do this. I'm selling a product I believe in that I know is valuable and that I love makes it helpful. And then also practicing the sales call that other people do sales calls really helps as well. You know, I've gotten DMs from people I know and just 
trying to help me explain a program in a quick DM, which has been super helpful as well. I'm just kind of narrowing it down sometimes because people want, you know, a fast answer. Yeah, they want the quick and dirty. Absolutely. So finding a way to be concise, which is an art, right? Because yeah, I think what I'm hearing a lot about what you're saying, confidence, right? And your ability to say you feel good about your program and that helps hone in on the sales skills. And then I'm also hearing a lot of themes about your ability to pick up on what people want and need and then deliver it to them. And that's really great communication skills that a lot of people struggle with when it comes to nutrition. Just communicating your message, communicating in a way that people understand what you do, communicating in a way that gets them to want to buy because your service is a solution to their problem. So I'm really impressed with how you've been able to articulate yourself so well and get such great results while working full-time as a mom. So really inspiring. As we wrap up here, is there anything else you want to share as far as tips or stories or anything like stories in context of like a story, not stories on your Instagram specifically, but that's fine too. Anything else that you think would be helpful or that you think is kind of fun or entertaining or educational for the listeners? Yeah, I don't think I shared my handle. Oh, yes. So sorry about that. Yes, that'll be on the podcast episode. And we'll def- yeah. Can you share what your handle is, Kaylee? Yeah, it's Kaylee, K-A-L-Y dot weight loss dot dietitian. Awesome. Yeah. So definitely want to make sure with the listeners that you're following Kaylee and supporting her, letting her know that this episode impacted you, impacted so well, as I'm confident it will. Okay. So outside of the handle, anything else that you want to share that you think would be important? I mean, definitely if you're thinking about doing this. Just do it because it's so worth it. And your program has helped so much. And I mean, you can do it with a busy schedule. You can do it with a busy life. (laughs) Appreciate that. Thank you for the kind words and you are living proof. So I really appreciate that. I guess if it's okay in the last couple of minutes, would you mind sharing a little bit about the supplement company? Because I think that is pretty interesting. And then I would ask, do you think business skills from that have helped you find success so fast in this business as a private practice dietitian? Are you comfortable sharing that? I just think it's a fun fact. Yeah. My husband worked at a supplement store for about 12 years. And then the owner decided that he wanted to sell it. And so we were obviously been interested for years. And so we closed on it September 1st of last year. So we're about what, six, seven months in. It's been a roller coaster of small business owners, but it's been a lot of fun. And we definitely plan on kind of expanding with my private practice and then the store and and kind of going full time with that. And hopefully end of the year goal, but yeah, we'll see. (laughs) That's great. And that's really fun to be able to have that. And then just so shortly after that, I should name it, having taking ownership of the supplement company and then building your practice right after. So that's exciting. I'm curious, do you talk with your husband about entrepreneurship stuff? And do you guys have conversations being that he's a brick and mortar business owner and you're a virtual... I know you want to combine the two and I think that's fantastic. you know. But for now, is that something that you guys in the household are discussing often and part of your mindset? is just having him there. Yeah, we've definitely discussed it. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited to... We have ideas to expand his store and its online platform. Use you know the skills that y'all also taught us too. So it's not just helping my private practice. It's helped him. We've grown his, I think by like 500 followers. I started posting, I think like three months ago on his account too, which has been more than mine, but that's okay. It's been a huge, huge jump you know, for his too, for art. That's amazing. I'm so glad to hear that. And that's so nice that you have that support at home, right? So you guys have something you can chat about. You're both building, right? Building the brick and mortar, building the virtual practice. That's really fun. All right. Well, thank you again. And then one more time, if you just want to mention your handles so the listeners can follow you and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. uh, Kaylee, K-A-L-Y dot weight loss dot dietitian. Fantastic. It was an absolute pleasure, Kaylee. All right. Thank you, Libby. 
We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.